0: Cause you know there's a handful of people actually run everything. That's true. It's provable, We're not conspiracy. It's all
1: about it's control. Today we just cattle numbers. Battling each other, while they creeping in the shadows, scheming, plotting, clocking your every move, locked in your mind, brainwashed until it's rocking Got the population operating as they want them, symbolically mocking them, thinking nothing can stop them. So open your eyes to the lies of the evil, the poison in the minds and the lives of your people. And every time they lead you down the line to deceive you, and by then it's always too late to see through the veil that they hide behind. Cause your third eye is blind. Better take a stand. We're running out of time. Ain't nobody coming to save us. Fuck with you at Mind, arm yourself with the truth and jump behind the battle line. Can we turn it around? Yeah, it's possible. Dividable we'll all four. But united world This Stop. is for the world. This is for the masses. Attached to the strings, being pulled by puppet masters. This is for the youth searching for the proof. Keep on looking for the clues. I'll provide you with some truth. This is for the ones. Up from the spell, beginning to discover themselves. Yeah, this is for the youth. Searching for the truth. Keep on looking for the clues. I'll provide you with some truth. Hey, yo, the stage is set, the game is rigged, The system isn't broken. It was designed this way. And only the blind obey, give their mind away. To these political, parasitical, cynical, criminal-minded individuals. Getting you to surrender your freedoms to the hands of the state, whatever boogeyman is. And they order to have a chaos in order to enslave us. Distorted our brains to morally degrade us. Faces off against each other while they move the pieces on the global chessboard. Directing the hordes. I don't come to bring peace. I was set with a sword, a truth to get you mentally ready for war. Step forth if you got to call out these tyrants Or submit your compliance through silence is in this filthy system Ain't a single soul of trust It ain't right versus left It's a state versus this us This is for the world This is for the masses Attached to the strings Being pulled by puppet masters This is for the youth Searching for the proof Keep on looking for the clues I'll provide you with some truth This is for the ones Waking up from the spell Beginning to discover themselves Yeah, this is for the youth Searching for the truth Keep on looking for the clues I'll provide you with some proof This is for the
0: we go. All right. Uh, Now we're going to double check the stream and now my fucking camera's encoding. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm going to double check the stream here just to make sure that it's working. All right. Finally. Jesus. I'm so I'm so sorry about that. Um about that. That is uh not usually my style. What is going on with this fucking video? Hold on. It's like glitching out. Like all my shit's just All my shit's just all fucked up. <laughs> your shit's fucked up talk like a f- it says here on your chart that your shit's all fucked quick yeah he did <sighs> alright is it gonna turn on so it's gonna be like that yeah, that's not happening. So this is basically how it's gonna go for as, as prepared as I am on one end, I'm unprepared on the other. So you guys get to look at my ears for the evening. And uh, so we are going to start over tonight. The whole beginning of the show is a wash because I was unprepared and I didn't double check my settings before the stream. I apologize for that. Now let's put the camera back down a little bit. We've got a uh, I'm not gonna let this throw me off. <laughs> uh, so anyways, so my name is James Cordiner. My website, freemindne.com. Your you're watching A Hitchhiker's Guide to Truth, and it wouldn't be A Hitchhiker's Guide to Truth if we didn't have technical difficulties somewhere in the show. What better part of the show to have technical difficulties tonight than the beginning of tonight's show? So, uh, a few words about the way I sent off you fine people out there last week. I am not regretting it as much as I would just like to give a formal apology for basically telling my audience that if you don't like it, just get the fuck out of here. I don't really enjoy losing my temper like I did. Um, I said what I said, and there's no taking it back, but there is also the opportunity to convey to you guys that I really do want to be more welcoming than that. That that isn't exactly the type of person that I really am. And I don't really want to give that impression off, even though I did. Um, In any case, we have a decent show lined up for, for, uh, for tonight. And i just need to uh reopen the file that i had open my notes here and we'll be able to continue with the show come on and uh it's going to be a good show i i've been working my butt off uh today and throughout the week to uh we go to you know basically remake these slides and, and whatnot to present them to you this evening. Um so last week we kind of did a crash course on some some basics on natural law and and uh and whatnot. I and this week we are going to talk about consciousness mm-hmm. a word that I cannot say correctly. So we're going to have a little bit of a slideshow presentation this evening on consciousness. There we go. Did it there. And we're going to be talking about, uh, well, just that, consciousness and the uh, how reality is built. So we're going to start this slideshow right now. So consciousness. The ability of being, uh, the the ability of a being to recognize patterns and meaning with respect to events taking place both within oneself and in the realm in which the being exists and operates. In other words, the ability to accurately perceive truth, that which has happened and that which is happening at the present moment. So it's pretty self-explanatory right there. Uh, It's a pretty good definition, I'd say and because uh, it's all about being able to harmonize with reality and to bring yourself into harmony with reality you should be conscious and there are forces at play which can either expand or uh retract your consciousness so an expansive force of conscious consciousness would be something like love and care but a force that's at play in the universe that will shut down consciousness would be uh, fear and hatred. Um, so we have to be aware of, of these things at play and how they work in our own minds. And it takes knowing yourself in order to understand how those forces at, uh, those forces will affect you. Um Consciousness has different ways of expressing itself uh, both within and uh, both within the self and in the universe around the self, in the, in the uh, reality that the self exists in. Uh, but within the self, it's more or less the, the abilities that we have to make ourselves known to any other being around us. So we want to look at these expressions of consciousness here. Uh, We have uh, thoughts, emotions, and actions. Uh, Thoughts would be a creative or neutral force. And uh, actions would be a result of thought. Oh wait, uh, emotions. Let's go there next. Emotions would be the internal expression of consciousness um and then we have actions actions are the result of thought and emotion being expressed into the physical realm so your basically your your thoughts will your your thoughts can influence your emotions and those two together those will influence your actions um your actions it's like a it's kind of like a cycle it they all work uh together and they all, it's not, there isn't, I guess, one necessary order, in my opinion, that these, uh, that these, you know, that these go in as far as how they work together. Um, but then we get into sort of, uh, it's almost like cause and effect, you know, but um, I'd like to point out the other, the, uh, the other text around this triangle, Um so it's like like in most major religions, there's uh, this represents the Holy Trinity, uh, the Father Creator, down at the bottom there, which is like which is the thoughts, and the thoughts exist in the mind, and uh, you know, and the first principle of natural law is all uh, all is mind, and the the sacred feminine. Uh, figure the Holy Spirit, or just the Spirit, it, it is uh, the emotions, which the Father figure impregnates or inseminates in some way. So that's how your thoughts and emotions work together. And then there's the actions, um, and from from the thoughts and emotions come your actions, and that offspring in all theology, all. You know, religions is, is is always born male. So that's why it's the the sun. Uh, and the birth of this male symbolizes that the savior of humanity will be action. Faith alone will not be enough. So it's, it's uh, all about action here. So you want to be able to try to uh, balance these three. And if they're working in harmony, then the, uh, the result will be right action. You won't be betraying yourself and you won't be betraying others around you. So that's the goal. Would, that would be the goal would be to, uh, bring, to bring these three into, into balance with one another, um, but even so like even look at modern uh, modern christianity um in the most basic you know the bo- most basic scriptures in it, it uh john the book of john uh 8 thir- eight thirty two 32 he said that uh and this this quote is attributed to uh to the christ figure in the bible and he says you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free so it's about knowing the truth and by knowing the truth you shall be set free only the truth will set you free the truth again not your truth my truth his truth her truth the truth and so, yeah, um, so we're going to move on from here. The, the next slide, we're going to look at the brain, uh, the human brain structure and, uh, and the behaviors from it. Um, it's important. It's important that we that we look at this information. This is a basic what you're looking at now is, is pretty much the most basic, um, breakdown of, of the human brain that I could find that, that is available. And that is what I wanted to present because I'm not a, am uh, not a, uh, a brain scientist. I'm not, I'm not a, you know, a brain surgeon or neuroscientist or whatever the proper word would be. So, um, I have seen this. I have seen this used in the past in other presentations, and I decided to bring it in and show you guys this. And so why, is it be, why would it be important for us to really start learning about how the brain functions? Well, I mean, if we go back one slide, then we're going to learn that, I mean, thoughts and emotions, th- those exist in, in both the mind and the spirit. And, well, the, the fact of the matter is, is that mental health is physical health. They work together in balance with one another. And that's what this is about. It's about bringing the mental part of your body into harmony with the physical part of your body in this experience, right? This little, you know, meat vessel that we're, that our spirit is uh, animating, so to speak. So it's about the thoughts and emotions and actions, right? So we're going to learn how uh, our behavior and the brain structure work together, because this is what is bringing those thoughts and emotions into action. So, brain health it does, it plays the cri- the most critical role in human behavior, which is why which is why it's extremely important for people to become familiar with the brain's basic structure and functions the three main complexes that comprise the human brain are as you can see on the screen at the bottom there is the r complex which is the reptilian brain this is the this is the uh this is the most this is like the oldest part of our brain right there's a reason they call it the reptilian brain too as well i mean this is this is basic uh basically what this is is just you know this is the part of the this is as developed as a reptile brain is, um, but this part of our brain is one of the oldest parts of the brain. And so what does the reptilian brain do? It basically, it uh, it dictates our basic survival functions, or maybe not dictates them, but it helps carry out our basic survival functions. It's the whole, uh, the R complex becomes active when, we're in what's called a fight or flight mode. Uh, it's about survival, okay? It's where the ego lives. This part of the brain also controls like your basic motor skills and, and your, resp- uh, your respiration. So you're blinking, um, you're breathing, the, you, you know how you invol like it's almost like you involuntarily swallow, your heart rate, things like that, you know, your digestion, This is the part of the brain that sends those signals to the rest of the body to help those parts of your body that seemingly involuntarily do their jobs. uh, It helps those parts of your body function. So it's comprised of the brainstem and the cerebellum. It is the lowest conscious part of the brain. That means that it's not exactly a thinking part of the brain. It's merely a part of the brain that reacts to stimulus. So when you're met with a situation that could be, um, that could stimulate you in a way that makes you in a survival mode type of way, it's like last week and I said that um, when you have that shaky feeling in your legs, when perhaps you're being, I don't know, confronted by somebody and you're in the, a situation that perhaps you wish you weren't in, it's that little shaky feeling. It's that feeling of adrenaline that makes you want to either run or stay and fight. Yeah. So then you know, let's let's move on here. Uh, next we have the limbic system, which is the mammalian brain. This is the part of the brain that uh, helps with the emotions, human emotions. The limbic system is. It's, so you see in the in the slide there, it's in the middle it's because uh well that's also what it's called too. see it it's referred to as the midbrain uh so this is what helps us feel right and this is what helps us uh uh, yeah just like feel our emotions and perhaps you know uh so let's read from our notes here how does it do, how does it do this it does this by releasing what's called neuropeptides into the bloodstream via different glands that compromise that comprise the limbic system for example the pineal gland the thalamus the hypothalamus the pituitary gland etc uh, it is the part of our brain which makes all human emotions possible if this particular part of the brain would not function properly you would not be able to experience a normal range of human emotions this is p- uh, partially what uh, psycho, uh, psycho- uh, pfft, sy- <laughs> psychopathy is uh, with psychopaths this part of the brain does not function properly which could be due to some form of birth disorder or from chronic conditions in somebody's life which have numbed this part of the brain this is the part of the brain that adrenaline affects if you have um, chronic exposure to adrenaline this part of the brain will it seems that this part of the brain will have what could be referred to as holes burnt into it like swiss cheese this is the part of the brain that Honestly, if you go and you look, uh, <laughs> this part of the brain in order followers, for example, is absolutely destroyed. Uh, a lot of, you know, a lot of order followers have a very, very, their brain damaged. And. That's what makes it seem so easy for them to be able to even pull over their own mothers and give them a speeding ticket, for example. (laughs) Uh, But it's not always because of, it's not always because of the way somebody lives their life that this part of the brain does get damaged. Like it says, uh, like, like I just said, like it says in my notes here, it could be from some form of birth disorder this part of the brain can also be damaged because of uh, because of trauma throughout mm-hmm. your life, because of physical abuse. Uh, it doesn't just have to be adrenaline. So it could be, it, you know, it, it can be very, very easy to damage this part of the brain, especially in a child. So the The top part there that you're seeing, it's called the neocortex. The neocortex is structurally the highest part of the brain and evolutionarily, uh, evolutionary, uh, the newest part of the brain. The word neo derives from the Greek adjective neos, which means new. It's where all the electrochemical activity that compromise our human modes of thought take place, that which we consider uh, the things in thought that make us human and separate us from the animal kingdom by higher thought functions. uh, I mean, for example, the logic, intuition, creativity, etc. It is essentially the outer layer of the brain's gray matter as far as evolutionary development of the human brain goes is the newest part of our brain structure so we have that wonder what's going on with my camera it's been doing that a lot lately um so that leads us to so i mentioned balance earlier well, let's talk more about that. So in order to get there, we're going to have to uh, start defining, defining some words here. So we're gonna define holistic. Number one, of or relating to holism. Number two, relating to or concerned with holes or with complete systems, rather than the analysis of, the treatment of, or dissection into parts, so it's about bringing things together and seeing things from a, a th- seeing things through a wide scope. And then we're gonna have to define intelligence. So we're gonna break this word down. We're gonna break it into two different words: intella and gents. Intella is derived from the Latin intellectus, which means discernment, a perception, or understanding. Gents is derived from the Latin verb genare, which means to generate, to produce, to create, to bring forth. Okay, so we're gonna look for holistic intelligence here. So we're going to see the mental functions of the brain. So the two hemispheres of the brain are bilaterally symmetrical, meaning that they are able to divide into approximate mirrored Im- images of each other along the midline. The two separate halves generally control different functions of the brain. So we have the mental functions on the left there, the left part of the brain, which is which would be the the uh, the masculine part, um, would be logic. Uh, and uh, we'll just go right down the list. Analysis, language, math, logic, reading, writing. And then we have the right, uh, the right hemisphere of the brain, which would be associated with the feminine, which would be personality, uh, creativity, music, art, dreams, intuition. So uh, when there is healthy balance... Between the two hemispheres of the brain, that's when real consciousness or and uh, the pattern recognition de- is developed, as well as true morality and ethical consideration. But when they're uh, oh shit, I have these out of order. No, it's okay. But when they aren't, when they aren't uh, in balance there isn't a healthy balance we experience what's called a mental schism so we'll go back to this slide here remember these uh remember remember these uh these traits okay remember these traits so we're gonna go on and we're gonna look at what happens between a between a person we're going we're gonna to go on and we're going to look at what happens uh, to a person that is chronically in the left brain. And then we're going to go back and we're going to look at what a person would, might, might experience if they're chronically in the right brain, if they're experiencing a mental schism, if they're out of balance. So let's remember these going forward. The left, analysis, language, math, logic, reading, writing. The right, personality creativity music art dreams intuition the left seems to be more grounded in the real world right uh with with physical things and the right seems to be more in a creative artistic type of you could even say living in the clouds type of type of world um I've heard it be called, I've heard it called worse things than that. So let's go forward here and look at what the mental schism would be. So we have the, uh, the left brain, the intellect, which is this is the masculine side. If you're chronically, uh, is, uh, if your left brain is chronically dominant, it can lead to rigid skepticism atheism, scientism, solipsism, we went over that last week, Uh, moral relativism, went over that last week, social Darwinism, eugenics, and authoritarianism. So these are what could, uh, this is what being chronically over analytical, focused on, you know, subjects such as math and language, being over, you know, having, having to have a logical conclusion to everything, you know um reading and writing are also traits of a of a uh someone uh, traits of the left brain mental function and so what, what let's go through this like rigid skepticism last week we talked about the teachability bell curve and on that on that uh bell curve we saw uh we saw skepti- rigid skepticism was on the on the uh, on the end, right up there with arrogance, and atheism. That's of course uh, no you know no god, right? Scientism. We're kind of living in in a world where they're kind of pushing scientism a lot these days, aren't we? Solipsism. We went over that last week. Again, that's basically you're the only thing that really truly exists. You can only, somebody that doesn't believe in truth, that there could not be truth, and that your existence is the only sure thing to be real. Moral relativism is, well, you know, again, we went over that last week, but uh, just to reiterate, moral relativism is basically, you know, it doesn't matter what's right. It's only wrong if you get caught social darwinism that's you know climbing some fake ass ladder uh just to get ahead of the other guy not caring about you know that's kind of a survival of the fittest type of mentality that is a you know kind of laws of the jungle type of mentality and apply and try and attempting somehow some way to apply these laws of the jungle to a civilized society or what could be tried to be referred to as a civilized society social darwinism is not there's a reason why it's the like darwin had these theories they couldn't be proven social darwinism is 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 really terrible darwin himself was a a eugenicist and anti-human he wrote some pretty uh, heavy-handed some pretty heavy uh, books such as the descent of man and he was a racist (laughs) and uh just an all-around evil person if you really want to get into the mind of charles darwin you could go and read the descent of man uh i warn you though if you have children in the public school systems you might grow upset if you learn uh, about who charles darwin really was and how people are putting him up on this pedestal like he's some great man when he really is not uh well i mentioned eugenicist uh charles darwin and eugenics is on the list here as well eugenics is basically uh the study uh, it's basically this study and the belief that um, some people deserve to breed and to carry on their genes, while others do not. Typically, this manifests in a uh, more uh, more divide between races and classes. So, right now, we're living in a we're living in a reality where there are um, where the truth is that it's more class based eugenics at the moment. And that class is a higher class, but it's also a dash of race in there as well. Although that race, uh, the racism in this current eugenics operation is only come down from this top tier, in, in, in wrap that in quotes, mind you, this top tier uh, class uh, that thinks that they are higher up, than everybody else um ways that we can see eugenics operations in the real world and well look at planned parenthood that was uh partly started by bill gates father Bill Gates' father was also in the Eugenics Society, which rebranded themselves before they started Planned Parenthood. It's the same people. It's the same thing. It's just with a different name. It's like you can go to the supermarket and you can get Cheerios or you can get toasty It's the same stuff. It's just a different name. It's, it's a really stupid way of me for me to compare it, but it's, for real, pretty much the same exact idea so the and then you can look at some of these uh some of these medical treatments that are out there these days and that's also that could also be attributed to a eugenics operation um not everybody is going to survive these medical treatments and well we all know that we do have inalienable rights and uh one of them is life, and we don't get informed enough about these things that we're taking in to our bodies and putting, and putting ourselves uh, put, uh, giving to our, our children. And we're not mindful enough. in my opinion, there's a lot of, a lot more people out there that uh, aren't willing to ask the, the heavy questions and to want to be as involved. So that also goes back to up, uh, go, let's go back to closer to the top of the list, to scientism. And that is, uh, runs along the, the idea of a logical fallacy um, known as the appeal to authority. So scientism is a religion based on science. And science is cannot be a religion science is tested science is an equation that's why it's there's a scientific method it's a it's a way to discover and it's a way to make arguments there is not one way about science scientism likes to prop itself up as the one way we have certain people like dr and dr anthony fauci who will refer to himself as the science he said something along the lines of and this is me paraphrasing that a that a criticism of anthony fauci is a criticism of the science so when you hear somebody referring to the science that's a calling card of scientism we don't get presented The scientific, the the real scientific proof of any of this stuff. So, there's no way for us to really have true informed consent about any of it. We are just asked to follow, to ignore the real and just follow the words of these people. That is scientism. And that type of behavior can Mm -hmm. actually lead to authoritarianism. So these people who say I'm the authority, you just do what I say, you can't argue, don't ask questions. When I say jump, you say how high. So these are uh, these th- these are you know these are ways that a that a uh, person that is chronically uh, in the left brain. This is how. This is how they might they might act, or these are the types of things that they might subscribe to. So let's turn let's turn uh, our attention to the right side, and so the right side is where the intuition lives, and the intuition is a, a feminine, uh, the a feminine uh, manifestation, and mind you, we're going to nail down these this this. Uh, these references to gender much, much later, but we will get there. So you need to pay attention. This is in no way a, this is in no way, how do I say this? This is in no way really about a male and female person. This is just a more classical way of, uh, Referring to the different ends of the, this teeter totter of, uh, of your brain here, but somebody you know the the la- the right brain can lead to naivete, you know oh there we go there's there's uh, remember again the teachability bell curve that was on the other end so we had rigid skepticism that was closer to the arrogant side and naivete that was that was actually all the way down to uh, the ignorance side so you have one you have the left brain here thinking they know everything and you have the right brain here being gullible and being ignorant so those so naivete can lead to blind belief that's ignorance just being able to just do what you're told and somebody that's just doing what they're told and just believes things blindly not asking questions well that can lead to a uh, that can lead to religious extremism you know, somebody that's just, just goes full bore in without asking questions. And here's this word again, solipsism. So solipsism can exist on, us uh, doesn't matter if you're chronically left or chronically right brain dominant. You can still find yourself slipping into the, uh, the slipping into the abyss of solipsism. Uh, so, the right brain can also lead to feelings of unworthiness, self-loathing. Uh, you can find yourself being an order follower and a willing slave. So order followers and willing slaves, uh, this, these are the results of people that fail to ask questions or don't care to ask questions, whether it be through uh, blind belief, naivete, some, you know, solipsism. They just don't care to ask questions. So these are the ways that you you know if this uh, part of the brain is chronically dominant, these are the ways that uh, that that dominance manifests. Um, so uh, if the left let's go back a little bit if the left brain becomes uh, chronically dominant, the R complex will take over executive function of the brain, and the person will become ruled by selfishness and base desires. They usually develop a personality based on uh, domination and control. So again, that list—you know—that's all domination and control. You know, um, social Darwinism—that's domination. That some people have, some people are better just for what through genetics, you're better than another human being. Well, I got news for you. There's—I've never met a human being that's better than another one. Just because of their genetics, I don't judge a goldfish by how they climb a tree, but I certainly don't think that a human being is better than another just because of just because of their genetics. Uh, then you have you know control that's eugenics and authoritarianism, you know scientism, those types of things. Uh, and let's let's read from the notes here again. If the right if the right brain becomes chronically dominant, the limbic system takes over executive function of the brain. And the person will become ruled by their own emotions. They usually develop a personality based on submissiveness and naivete. So again, yeah, naivete is right there on the list. Submissiveness, willing slave. You know, um, religious extremism, blind belief, feelings of unworthiness and self-loathing. Those are all submissive. Uh, those are all submissive traits. So you know, when you're just ready to just lay down and, and take it. That's where the blind belief comes in. You don't want to have uh, discernment for yourself. You don't want to you know, do any critical thinking. You just go along to get along. You're in, you know, and then order followers. Uh, you're not willing to say no. That's the most important word in, the, in any language. Whichever language it is, whatever form it is. I, I, I think that most major languages, the, the word no... Is just the word "no" in all those different, all these different languages, um, but yeah, and willing slaves, you're not, you know, submissive. That's the ultimate submissiveness right there. So, so that's the mental schism, and um, then we have the worldview schism. So the worldview schism is, as it says, randomness or determinism. Mm-hmm. So the left brain, uh, somebody who is left brain dominant, dominant their worldview schism, uh, someone who's chronically in, in the left brain, could believe that the universe is just a grand accident that there is no creator therefore there is no underlying intelligence in nature there is no such thing as spiritual moral or natural law Uh, existence has no purpose other than to continue to exist and the hallmarks of scientism and these are all hallmarks of scientism, atheism, and totalitarianism. If you really look into it, and then somebody who's chronically in the right brain might find themselves in uh, in into thinking about determinism and God. That determin, determinism is that God controls everything, every event in creation. Excuse me. Spelled creation wrong. Um, All occurrences are preordained. So, you know, nothing, you know, there's nothing, nothing happened. There's no such thing as coincidence. Free will is an illusion and does not exist. Uh, (laughs) Since God controls everything, change is impossible. Action is ultimately meaningless. Again, these are all hallmarks of uh, religious extreme li- extremism and slave think. Uh, but the truth is that there is a quality of randomness and a quality of determinism that do exist in the universe. That's the truth. Uh, that's just how it goes. These things both exist. Uh, they work together. They are it's almost cause and effect. They they work off of each other. And natural law would be the deterministic component and free will would be the random component. So, you know, we look into that a little bit for, uh, we'll look into that a little bit more in the future, but yeah this is we'll leave that up there for a minute. Mm-hmm. So we'll move on here, the next slide. But what we're really trying to do is we're trying to we're trying to accomplish is called hemisync. Hemisync is bringing balance, bringing balance to uh, to your your thoughts bringing balance to your emotions, to these, to this mental schism. We want to bring balance to that. So when a balance has been struck between both hemispheres of the brain, real conscience, consciousness and pattern recognition is developed. This is when the chemical wedding has occurred. This is, so you will, you'll see there, we have the seal of Solomon. If we go back, if we were to go back to, uh, if we were to go back a couple of slides, You would have noticed that the mental functions I put left and right, I have an upward-pointing equilateral triangle on the left and a downward-pointed equilateral triangle on the right. The upward-pointing equilateral triangle back in the day was known as the sword. The downward-pointing equilateral triangle back in the day was known as the chalice. The sword and the chalice the male and the female energies bring those together and that mental schism we have true balance we've rebuilt the temple of our mind so but how do we understand these how do we understand these a little bit better we would have to we would have to start understanding our own nature, our own personal nature, human nature, and how that human nature gets built. Uh, Because human nature is neither inherently good or bad. So we should consider the operating conditions and the environment in which human beings exist that influence their behavior to a great extent, thus creating the human condition. what is the nature of a computer Uh, to compute information? I'm gonna take one second here and just go over here and try to configure the video and see what's going on with this. Uh, Because I see the video is glitching and okay, so where were we? So nature, uh, the nature of a computer uh, to compute information, which is nor uh, neither good or bad. It just simply takes that information in, processes it. And then puts it back out. That I don't know what the hell is going on with this fucking camera. Sorry. Uh, kind of sounds a little familiar once you start thinking about it in more of a hu- human way. About how, about how the nature of a human is built. Human nature is to take in information, process it, and output it in the form of behavior. So humans and computers are actually very similar once you look at it uh, from this point of view to be able to be programmable. So you uh, may have heard me in the past and for all of you, peop- for all of you people out there that may have children, we've all heard of the formative years of a child's life well let's break that up a little bit formative year form format formative so this is the time period in every human's life where they are soaking up the world around them they're getting boom 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 bombarded with every everything possible all these all emotions all reactions all actions all maybe even you know some some things below the surface that you really can't see things like pain and sadness you know well actually that's emotions my bad but physical pain you know uh, exactly how does that feel? Sure, you see the boo-boo but you don't know how that is making them feel. You know your own experience with a cut on your knee, but perhaps theirs is a little bit worse. Uh, children tend to have more uh, tend to be more susceptible to pain than adults. I don't know whether or not it's because throughout your life you get desensitized to it or what it, what it is, but seems to me that, children are more susceptible to pain than adults. But throughout the first seven years of a child's life, we call those the formative years. That's when all the programming is taking place. That's when the processing is taking place. This is the time of a child's life that will instill in them a lot of their values and a lot of their ways that they will carry with them for the rest of their lives. It's not that a person cannot change. It's just that these are the, this is the time of their life where the core information and co- core programming is taking place. So it's uh, very similar to a computer. So it's also like a computer if a human being has a bad uh, file system format. <laughs> so that's what i was just talking about with the child's formative years and a bad let's call it the operating system which would be the equivalent to the environment and culture that the that the person is in and uh let's say bad software programs uh, erroneous which would be like your dogmatic beliefs, your rigid and erroneous, you know, and dogmatic beliefs, then their output and behavior, uh, onto the screen. So their output, their behavior in life will also be bad. So therefore these people will contribute to, uh, deteriorating conditions on a mass scale for themselves and all other beings around them. Uh, The behavior of any person will largely depend upon his or her uh, programming, the quality of the information being taken in uh, by them, which enables them to process and create efficiently. So basically garbage in, garbage out. Quality in, quality out. So there's that, and then uh, how long have we been going for tonight? So the last, the last slide for this evening, I believe. Actually, it might. The last slide for this evening is how our reality is built, and. cannot begin to express to everyone that listens to my show how important this is. So how our reality is built starts with knowledge or lack thereof. So that's the available information. The, this constitutes potential knowledge that may be gathered, processed, understood, and acted upon by individuals. That leads to decision-making processes these processes take place in the human mind and are chosen by each individual based upon available information um, so next would be wisdom or lack thereof so that's human behavior each individual's behavior is based upon the quality of their decision-making processes which in turn are based upon the quality of their available information and that leads to the manifested reality manifested reality which is the quality of the condition which manifests in any society is based upon the aggregate quality of human behavior within that society so generated result is that order or chaos so we have, we take the available information decision-making processes happen those decision-making processes happen internally which leads to outward behavior that outward behavior leads to uh, manifested reality based on the aggregate of the output beha- outputted behavior from human beings in the aggregate um, that results in order or chaos that is question is, that question is answered by, well, just that human behavior and how it manifests reality. Much like what I was talking about last week with the laws of morality, that with, you know, if we acted morally, the manifested reality would be that of order. Uh, If we act immorally, the manifested reality would be that of chaos. As morality increases, freedom increases. As immorality increases, slavery increases. Chaos and slavery, freedom and order. Okay? Those two run hand in hand. We live in chaos now because of the immorality that we get pushed into. Objective morality exists. I cannot state this enough. Objective morality exists. It does matter what's right and what's wrong, and it's not only wrong if you get caught. Thank you very much. That has been my that has been my presentation for this evening. Um, Let's go back to the solo screen. Thank you uh, for your time and watching this. And uh, we're going to be, hopefully, we're going to have a guest on next week, hopefully. So, um, So in closing, I think that before I go, I think I'd like to just open up Odyssey here and see if there's been any questions or comments uh, posted on the live stream. And if there has been any questions or comments posted on the live stream, then I can answer them now if you're listening. And if you have any questions or comments, please, please, please post them now. Post them now. Open live chat. Let's do that. Well, I don't see anything so far. Let's give it a minute to see if anybody anybody has uh, anything that they want to say or anything that they want to ask. It's okay. If you don't, I'm not here to put pressure on you, but down. Oh, all right. Well, I'll check discord on my phone. See if anybody's put anything in discord. Um, it doesn't seem that anybody's put anything in discord. Oh, recent comments. That's okay. Nope, nothing in Discord. Nothing in. Uh, nothing on the live stream chat. So, okay. Well, that just basically that that uh, basically basically runs out the hour. So, like I said, next week will next week will probably be a little bit longer, maybe. But we're gonna have on, we're gonna hopefully have on a guest, uh, somebody that's been, somebody that's been on the show before, and they're going to be the first, the first live guest on a Hitchhiker's Guide to Truth. So, uh, in closing, again, I just want to say thank you for tuning in and spending your Saturday evening with me. I really appreciate your time and your attention. And I really hope that you discern for yourself and look into these things for for yourself as much as you can. I'm merely here in an attempt to kind of pass the baton, if you will, pass the torch, hopefully inspire a couple of people to start looking into this for themselves, because I I, uh, I really just, I honestly don't want to be doing this (laughs) sometimes, but I feel morally obligated to do it. Um, and I really, I I really have a a very, I, I really have a very, uh, very great sense of love for all of you. And I want the world to change for the better and I don't want it to get to a state of, such a bad state of chaos where things get hot. I really would like it to be a cold revolution. (laughs) And uh, mainly because uh, honestly, I have children and I don't want them to grow up in a world like that. But uh, like I always say, let's treat each other with love, kindness, respect, compassion, understanding, find common ground, Find a way to look past the things you initially disagree on. see what you can agree on, see how we can work together to make the world a better place rather than work in opposition and perpetuating this chaos, perpetuating this this instability. Um, but in case none of that stuff works, you know, arm yourself to the teeth and get ready. <laughs> so anyways um, yeah my name is James Cordner and you can find more from me at freeyourmindne.com uh we have a store now where you can buy the two t-shirts that i have Uh, created. Uh, It's a labor of love and it's a way for me to produce. And, uh, you know, I mean, heck, uh, it's not easy living in this world. And, you know, if if you like what I do and you want to try to contribute, I don't just want your money for nothing. Uh, I would... Like to make sure you get something in return. And what better than a t-shirt? You know, some way to kind of mm-hmm. be a, a walking, uh, walking, talking, you know, uh, truth speaker. <laughs> Spark conversation with a t-shirt and, you know, who knows? Spread, spread this message around a little bit. Um, come back next week, 9 p.m., saturday 9 p.m and join the discord in the meantime to chat with me throughout the week and uh like subscribe whatever you got to do to stay in t- uh, to stay notified of when i go live and uh i'm trying to think if there's anything else i'm leaving out uh. No, I think that just about covers all of it. So, yeah, until next time, my friends, uh, peace, love, respect.